it's just so beautiful because mm. the just meeting like-minded people that are on a spiritual journey that are trying to work on themselves that have a calling for this type of medicine and 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 being able to uh, guide them to affect changes is, is beautiful mm. it's just it's just beautiful not 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 to mention the stuff that we we are able to accomplish within ourselves yeah you know, when we help others, we learn something about ourselves. Hey, everyone out there. Welcome to Saltwater High Podcast. Today, we have such a great episode. My buddy Mark is back on the episode, and we are going to talk about his journey with plant medicine and how that plant medicine absolutely saved his life. Mark and I grew up together and we lost touch for many, many years. And a couple years ago, we reconnected. And I have to say that I even think the plant medicine was responsible for our reconnection. Such a beautiful human being. I'm so honored and proud to call Mark a very close friend these days. We share so many... um, things in common about our perspective on life, about healing, about our traumas, about different methods that all of us can use in today's world to heal. And that is really the topic of this episode. Um, We're surfers, we're humans, we all have trauma and we're all healing. And if you don't think you are, then you are deluded. But um, my journey with plant medicine has also been a long one. And um, I can say that as a, as a young chap, I didn't really know what was going on. And as, I got, as I've um, gotten older and hopefully wiser, I've realized how important this medicine is. And um, Mark and I discuss and we do a deep dive into his journey, which is such an incredible journey. So please welcome Mark and how psychedelics saved my buddy from depression and suicide. Hello, hello world. I am here for an very important conversation with a good friend of mine, Mr. Mark and Mr. Derek meet once again in this universe. Hello, Mark. Hey, bro. Good, good to talk to you again. It's, you too, uh, my friend. It's always, it's always been too long since we last had a conversation. Absolutely. Even if it was just two <laughs> seconds ago, it's <laughs> still too long. I'm really excited about today's conversation. This is something I've been thinking about and it's been part of my life for quite a long time and has come more uh, more fully into my life, I would say, in the last couple of years. And, and interestingly enough, it is correlated with our the the rebirth of our friendship in a lot of ways not singularly but it's definitely something that's been um, a core aspect of getting to know each other again which I, I feel very honored and and really it's been uh, it's been great to align with somebody that not only loves surfing but is also on what I would call a spiritual journey mm-hmm. and is for me um, the most 
one of the most important aspects of life is to is is to walk a journey where one is understanding oneself and sometimes we um we can be helped along that journey through different medicine and that's what we're going to talk about today yes 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 well uh, i just I, before we get started i just got to say i love you man and and am honored to be on this journey with you uh it's been uh since we've reconnected, you know, since, since our high school days, uh, you know, we're, we're both, we're both different men than we were back then. And, uh, and to, to, for the universe to kind of bring us back together and, 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 uh, to, to help and challenge and, and check each other's bullshit on our spiritual journey. It's a, it's a great honor to, to be walking with you, bro. Absolutely. And I totally agree. And I love you too, man. So where do you want to start? Uh, yeah, let's start, a, you know, how, how did you even, you know, get into medicine and, and how, you know, how did it show up in your life? And, and, you know, I, I don't know how deeply you want to go into some of your past, but I, I know that, um, you know, there have been some kind of issues around depression and that sort of thing. And, and I think a lot of people, especially during this time, a lot of people might be either rubbing up against depression for perhaps the first time in their lives or be, because of the environment we're in, it might be coming on more strongly. So this is a great time to talk about different ways to um, either mitigate some of that stuff or help uh, to manage it, if you will. Yeah. So something okay. like that. Yeah. Well, I, I'm going to, I'm going to rip the lid off of my, my bottle here and, and, <laughs> okay. uh, and, and just, and just be completely honest because I think it's the best way for people to to really understand where I've come from, my journey, and how how plant medicine is has helped me, um, and and people that identify will hopefully uh, you know be able to explore this as a as a uh, as a as a course to um, to improve themselves. Hmm. So, um, just a little bit about about me. Um, I, I grew up in Southern California. Uh, my dad was an executive at um, at, at NBC. Uh, mom was a teacher. Uh, we had it. We had a we had a, a, a really great outward facing family. And inward, uh, my dad was uh, was bipolar. Um, we never know who was going to show up. So, you know, I, I uh, you know, I experienced, uh, you know, a lot of uh, covert type abuse in, in my family. And uh, I think as, as we all are, are exploring ourselves, I think I think all of us have experienced some some form of abuse one way or another uh, from our parents. And, you know, it's like there, there is no handbook and we don't blame. It's just we, we need to understand that that early childhood programming. So, um, so, so I struggled, uh, my dad committed suicide when I was, when I was like 20, 21. And that was the single most traumatic event of my life, uh, so far. And, um, and I really didn't understand other than I just saw it as the ultimate act of selfishness. Um, he wanted to check out, he didn't want to deal with his stuff, but, what that did is that kind of launched me um, uh, in a kind of a, a denial that that I was anything like my father. Mm. Uh, I have struggled with uh, uh, drug use, um, you know, throughout my 
uh, my teens. Uh, I'm 50, a little over 50 years old now. So up until I was about 48, um, you know, I'd used marijuana uh, mainly to to shut feelings off. Um, I have done, I did acid uh, and ecstasy in high school. Um, I, I spent a couple years um, uh, on, uh, or maybe less than a year, uh, but heavily on methamphetamine, lost everything. Um, you know, was a single dad with three kids, homeless. Um, and so all these things, um, the, the drug use always was used to, to just kind of make me um, not feel, just to kind of numb. Um, and so, uh, and I had cycled through major depressions, um, three times in my life. <clears throat> First time, uh, was, um, was right after kind of my dad died and, uh, really serious depression, um, you know, six months, pretty much useless. But the thing that kept me going was my children. So, um, I have to get up, I have to go to work and whatever I do, I cannot put that gun to my head today because I can't do that to my children. Yeah. So, so I, that's kind of how I, I led my life, you know? Mm. Um, and, uh, and why, why was it important for you for, you know, why? So obviously your dad had a different choice, right? Yeah. Which mm -hmm. he didn't think about his children. He, when right. he took his life and we all suffer. Right. And, and I, I don't have any, I don't have any judgment for our, how people suffer because right. everyone is suffering and, yes. and they're dealing with it differently. So mm -hmm. he, he made that choice and you mm -hmm. know, for him, he felt it was the right thing. So why, why did you, why was it important for you not to make that same choice or, or, I mean, you say that your children kept, you know, kept you from, pulling the trigger, but why do you think that was? I mean, um, well, well, I think, um, there was a, there were a couple things. Um, and, and at the time, um, I, my answer would have been different than it is today because today, obviously I have the long view and, and, and more tools and words to identify the feelings. But back then there were, there were a couple things. Um, one is, um, I didn't make very much money. Um, I didn't trust my, uh, the children's mother at the time. And, and I knew that if I wasn't there, um, that their life would not be as good than if I was there. Mm. Um, I was the sole provider. Um, I, I, I was the stable one. Uh, <laughs> can you imagine that? Um, <laughs> uh, I can. Yeah. Uh, I was the one that, that, uh, you know, uh, so I was always there. I always understood the, the the children's mom definitely had her own set of, of mental health issues and, um, you know, was, was abusive and, uh, and, and not working. So, so I knew that number one, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't do that. And that's in like, and every time I ended up buying a life insurance policy. So it's like, so it's like, it's like, so I'd start to get depressed. I'm like, fuck, I could, uh, you know, I think I'm going to do this. So I go out and get a life insurance policy, a term life, because I was really cheap. And, um, and then it's like, there's right there and right. Well, five years exclusion for suicide. So then I'm like, <laughs> fuck, dude, now I got to wait five more years. <laughs> oh, shit. That's classic. And, mm. and so, and, and so I just, you know, I just said, okay, I'm just going to keep, I'm just going to keep keep on it. I'm going to just going to keep going through the motions. You know, I just got to get the kids on their own. The kids just got to be on their own and then I'm free to do what I want. 
And um, so I cycled through through two marriages over 25 years, 20 years. Um, and then uh, 13 years ago, met my current wife and, and was able to um, kind of deal with some of these demons that I'd been in dealing with. She was very much opposed to to smoking marijuana and drinking and all that stuff. So I kind of did a pivot on my life and just stopped using all these substances except for tobacco and uh, just threw myself into work um, and started actually building uh, a life and, and assets and um, kind of had some things to kind of look forward to. And the big big trigger for me was in 2017, uh, I had uh, agreed to a partnership with uh, somebody I'd been friends with for, for 20 years. Mm. And uh, he had the money. I was going to put in the sweat equity. And uh, I delivered a product um, a- as agreed on time and through some pretty, uh, pretty harrowing circumstances. Yeah, you went to China and you went, went, to, went to the factory. And, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. Had, I had a staph infection. I, uh, I was, that's right. Yeah. I, was, I was working eight to 10 hours to, to get the product done and then spending the next four hours every night in the hospital getting uh, intravenous uh, antibiotics. Wow. <laughs> and I get back and his only thing, two things he could, three things he could say is one, he didn't trust me. Two, I didn't keep in contact with him enough. And, uh, and, and three, um, you're out of here. I don't want to do, I don't want you to be my partner anymore. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, so for the first week I was on fire to, to destroy the guy. And that very quickly turned, turned into uh, a very serious six month long depression. And, uh, I had been hiding it from my wife. You know, I was, you know, I was lying about what I was doing. I stopped surfing. I didn't care about anything. Um, uh, my, stop my, calling your friends. I, I remember stopped, that. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't return any phone calls. Mm. Um, you know, my life insurance, uh, had, was fully matured. Uh, my kids were all out of the house. I, I, you know, there was, there was nothing, there was, you know, there was nothing to, um, uh, there's really nothing to keep me here. And, and ironically, so this, so the, by the time this depression had fully manifest itself, you know, it was kind of April, um, of 2018, um, just, just a few months shy of my 50th birthday. And, uh, um, and my dad committed suicide a few days before his 50th birthday. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so I'm, I'm really, I'm really, I'm really contemplating. And I, and so I think it was the first week in May, I said to my wife, um, I said, I said, I'm depressed. I need help. And my wife's Asian um, and, and Asian, Asian culture, you know, it, they're all suck it up. There's no such thing as mental health issues. You know, you're, you're, you're a fucking pussy. <laughs> Get, yeah. get back out there, you know? Yeah. Um, go to work. Go to work. Yeah. 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 What, what, what are you complaining about? I had to escape through the jungle when I was 10. Shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> so, oh, so not a lot of sympathy comes from my wife, but mm. she knew something wasn't right. Mm. And she, she has, she has, she had a friend um, that uh, had, 
uh, had had kind of talked to her about plant medicines, you know, over the years, and and I had maybe heard something here or there. I knew I knew who her friend was, and so, um, so my wife says to me, she says, she goes, I'm going to call my friend, and then and then we'll see what to do. So the next, so she calls me back in an hour, and she says. Uh, my friend says, do not go to a psychiatrist. Don't start taking any medication yet. She said, come to my house tomorrow. And um, I want to, I want to work with you for one evening. And um, I'm like, oh, okay, that's, that's fine. So uh, my friend, uh, and she's now my friend and her husband are now close personal friends of, of me and my wife. It really changed our relationship. Um, but they're, very successful. Um, they have a lot of businesses. They have a lot of money. Both of them stopped what they were doing um, to to sit with me. Um, and so they invite me to their house, and they um, I got to I got to use some names here. So I'm going to say um, Jenny and Bill. Okay. So Jenny, uh, Jenny and Bill kind of sit down, and they're like you know, they're like, wow, Mark, you are vibing really low. Hmm. I'm like, like, I don't even know what that means. I'm like, I'm depressed. You know, I don't know what vibing means, but I'm really depressed and and I just don't want to live. And all Hmm. I want to do is smoke cigarettes all day long. Um, And so they talk and they say, we have a couple of different plant medicines, but we feel that right now, um, peyote will be the proper medicine for you. And I'm like, okay. So they're like, have you ever done any psychedelics before? And I said, yeah, yeah, I remember doing, you know, acid back in high school and, you know, standing in line at Tower Records to get, you know, tickets to a Prince concert or <laughs> something <laughs> like that, you know. Um, right. And uh, shout out to Prince, by the yeah, way. Shout yeah, shout out to Prince. <laughs> and so, um, so I'm like, okay. And they said, well, this is a heart opening medicine. I'm like, okay, like whatever, you know, you could have told me, you know, it was, uh, um, you know, it was the key to unlocking the secrets to the moon. It just, it meant nothing to me. So, mm. um, you trusted them. I trusted them. Right. Um, and I, yeah. trust is really important uh, mm. on these journeys. Um, set setting, um, also very important. And we'll, we'll kind of talk about, you know, uh, trip sitting and all that stuff a, a little bit later on. I've got some, some, some neat stories I like to share about that. Awesome. So, um, so the, uh, the peyote is a really bitter, it's a cactus. It's really bitter tasting. Um, there's a couple ways to take it. Uh, you can, you can brew it in a tea. You can just eat the peyote, uh, what they call buttons. Uh, you can just eat them raw, uh, and what they had done is actually they had ground them up and put them into capsules. So it was really, it was very, very palatable, easy to take. Um, and I probably took uh, probably an eighth, uh, three, probably between three and four grams um, of, of the of the peyote, and. Um, um, and I'm pretty, I'm a pretty much a lightweight in, in, in everything that I do. So I, it came on pretty quick for me and, and they, they sat with me and kind of explained a couple of things or we talked about a couple of things, um, some really, really basic things that, that I knew intellectually inside of me since I was a child. 
Um, but there were connections made. Um, probably the uh, number one um, is self-love. You know, um, uh, you know, we just talked about what is self-love? What does it look like? How does it manifest? You know, how would you manifest that in your life? What are the things you would do that is self-love and what are the things? So I just kind of they ask these, these kind of leading questions and I just kind of start talking and, and filling them out. Uh, another talk, a topic was fear. And there's like, you know, four or five basic human fears, um, you know, fear of death, fear of separation, fear of, you know, loss of autonomy. So I was able to kind of identify my fears uh, look at what what self love is, um, and and the fact that that you know nobody's coming to rescue me. Um, I I must rescue myself. I must. I I am responsible for me. Um, and there's a lot more that went on in that journey. The the medicine probably lasted uh, probably five or six hours for me, and. Um, is that a normal time period for peyote, similar to uh, mushrooms? Yes, yeah. And a lot of it kind of depends on the dosing and the prep. So, um, mm. so because I didn't have I didn't have a week to to prep uh, my body, my mind for this journey. Mm. Um, you know, it 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 probably didn't last as long. Yeah. Um, and what did it feel like physically? I mean, I I know that peyotes more of a, what I would call heart opening medicine as opposed to some other, um, I mean, your, your heart can open in other medicines too, mm-hmm. but specifically, so did you actually feel like more loved? I mean, what was the feeling like? Well, I, it was, um, it was very peaceful and it was very, it was a, it was a love that was, was centered toward, it was turned towards myself. And it was a, um, uh, there was, there, there was like, I had mild hallucinations. So, um, so from, a uh, from a visual perspective, um, this was all done with the lights on. So, uh, lights on, this is a, a, a medicine that's best taken during the day. And it, um, but I could really feel, um, I could feel. And, and I could feel in ways about myself, about my decisions, um, um, about my truth that I had not felt before. Wow. So in, in that way, um, yes, heart opening, heart opening to, um, to love, to self-love, to truth, to my truth, to, to being able to speak my truth. And, um, and so uh, I knew at the end of that session that 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 I was different. Uh, I knew that I was different. I didn't ex- understand to the extent of how much I had changed um, mm-hmm. and how much I'd become aware of um, until the next day when I literally started my my new life. Um, mm-hmm. th- there were two things that were immediate and important to me. Number one is self love. Self-love did not include smoking anymore. Um, mm. I just, I just, I just dropped it. Um, tobacco is just no longer part of my life. Um, after nice. Um, and, and the second uh, was vibrations. I've always been a feeler. 
Um, and now I understand why I'm a feeler because, um, vibrations, I can feel them. I, I understand them. I have a lot of empathy. So, so now I'm able to like, Oh, that's a vibe. I know what a vibe is. I, I can use it. I can identify it. I, you know, um, so would you, how would you, um, just trying to get a, a grasp of when you say vibration, do you mean you like, energies the good energy bad energy yeah uh, that sort of thing yeah. is that what you yeah. mean yeah yeah energy and not and not to judge the energy is good sure. or bad right sure. yeah yeah <laughs> but but, uh, but also feeling yes. you can feel i mean it's interesting when using those words right because there as soon as you use those words there's a not you but in general mm-hmm. there's there's a judgment good and bad but there's also a feeling behind good and bad that yeah. isn't a judgment it's a reality yes. right mm-hmm. yeah. so it, it's like linguistics in this area really gets <laughs> it gets complicated because um and i find myself i mean coming from uh, a background that really looked at language a lot um where I'll overanalyze my analysis of language mm-hmm. when sometimes you just got to say good and bad. Right. <laughs> That's the way it is. Right. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. Preferable uh, cool. or not preferable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so did, and how the, the, so obviously going into that, you had a, there was a grip of depression around you. Mm-hmm. Did you right. feel like that, that was kind of eased up or was it, was it like the cigarettes? It was just gone or. It, it, it was. Yeah. It was gone. Um, I, I, I probably spent, um, I don't know, four or five months, um, literally on, on, um, on the euphoria of having discovered my own power. Um, my truth, my voice, self-love um you know i learned that 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 my power is in the word no i used to say yes to everybody and everything because um i was afraid my fear was a fear of rejection a fear of separation a fear of not being included of not being loved so i would always say yes you know um, you know, somebody I don't even know who's a friend of a friend is moving and they need a truck. It's like, oh, I got a truck. I'll help you. And, you know, I give up a Saturday to go help somebody I don't even know um, yeah. to to try and fill that emptiness that I wasn't filling myself. Yeah, it makes you feel wanted. It makes yeah. you feel like somebody honors you mm-hmm. as opposed to standing in that place yourself and just (laughs) like going surfing, right? Which is something you much rather do than helping somebody move, right? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, So, so, and, um, and so I, so yeah, so that power and then, and then going back to the vibrations, Mm. I started noticing that, that food had different vibrations and, and meat was not, was just, I just didn't want to eat meat anymore. So then I start, then I start researching vibrations and, and what's high and what's low. And, and then really started looking into meat and meat production. And I just, just cut it out. I was like, you know what? I don't want to be part of that anymore. Um, nice. I don't need it. Uh, my body doesn't need it. Um, the cow that grows to two tons or to one ton, 2000 pounds just eats grass and it gets that big and strong. So yeah. Just like the gorilla, the gorilla is yeah. a vegetarian too, yeah, right? Exa- exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, so so I just I cut that out of my life, and and um, and, and you know, and and there's plenty of options to to eat to eat 
not meat. Um, yeah. There, there's so many, and there's lots of unhealthy options like a Beyond Burger. You know, <laughs> if you yeah. want to still eat like crap, you can, but that's <laughs> it's kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah. Um. So, so that kind of so I, I kind of woke me up, and and so when was it? Because that was the year. So we saw each other on your birthday. On my birthday, that, you, you that you, same year. Yeah, that so that was in June of eighteen when I turned fifty. I beat my dad. Okay, so I at that at on my birthday, I I outlived. So you had had that peyote experience a little bit before when. Yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, and so that's. Uh, um, yeah, so that and and that was kind of um, you know, and we kind of we'd kind of reconnected a little bit before then, but I think that you know when you came to Malibu, that that really meant a lot to me, and mm-hmm. um, and I was really glad that you showed up, and I think that uh, that kind of kind of added to the, the the current course we were friendship is on today. I agree. Yeah. Um, so it, it helped that you booked a place right in front of the surf. I mean, <laughs> I came for you, but I, I also I appreciate you having the insight to make that decision. Yes, I made it easy for you. Yeah, Bakersfield. You know, I I don't know if I would have shown up. Well, I probably would. I probably, probably would have come. <laughs> yeah. So um, so that kind of. That that started my 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 discovery of, of plant medicine. So right. um, before before they were just drugs, you know, to get high. Yeah. Now 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 I've, I'm aware that that these medicines actually um, are medicines. These these are plant heal. medicines. They mm. heal. They have real value. Mm. Um, so from from there, uh, I then. Talking with uh, um, uh, Jenny and Bill, they they recommended after a few months that kind of my next progression would be to to go to the jungle um, and uh, and experience an ayahuasca retreat. Mm-hmm. So peyote um, is a masculine energy. It's heart opening. It's a warrior's. Um, it. Uh, uh, if anybody's interested in, in peyote and, and kind of some um, uh, some reading on that, there's some uh, Carlos Castaneda's, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, there's a couple books he's written on on Don Juan about when Carlos and you know it's 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 debatable on whether it's fact or fiction, um, uh, but he is he is telling a story as himself as being an apprentice to. Uh, to an Indian medicine man who uh, who uses peyote and the spiritual journeys that that come with that. So awesome! I definitely recommend uh, mm. Carlos Castaneda uh, for anybody that's interested. Um, so the uh, masculine uh, warrior heart opening for for the peyote. Uh, ayahuasca uh, is feminine. Um, it's uh, She's called the mother, Mother Aya is how that medicine is referred to. And that's essentially Mother Earth. And, and ayahuasca, um, um, as far as we can tell, it originated in, in, in the Amazon. It is, uh, it's two plants that are, are uh, essentially boiled together. It's the ayahuasca vine and the chacuna leaf. 
the Trucruna con- contains the DMT, which is the, the drug, um, the drug, the medicine part. And the ayahuasca vine uh, contains an MAIO inhibitor that allows the DMT to bind to it so it's not flushed through your system in 10 or 15 minutes, but actually stays in your system for a few hours. Hmm. So um, I went to Peru to uh, an ayahuasca retreat. Uh, name of the place was called Nimakaya. Mm-hmm. And they take about 20 people per session. And it's an all-inclusive experience. Uh, their current uh, place is located like in Pucalpa, which is kind of in the heart of the Amazon <clears throat> in Peru. And you, you show up. Uh, there's some prep work you need to do ahead of time. Um, no sex, no drugs, no violent movies. Uh, re- remove as much meat from your diet as you can if you if that's not um, part of your regular regimen. Mm. Um, and, um, and, and get into meditation state. Intentions are really important. So um, I spend a lot of time on my intentions, what, what I hope to get out of this, this retreat. Uh, the retreat was 10 days total, which included four ayahuasca ceremonies. And, um, and that really, uh, was, uh, an amazing experience. And it, it, um, did a couple things for me. Number one is, uh, it re, um, it kind of confirmed my peyote experience and, uh, Mother Aya basically just told me, you know, said, look, you're, you're learning to love yourself. So let me kind of show you how life works. And, and I was shown, I was shown my birth. I was shown my death. I was shown how energy is transferred um, between living things. Um, energy never dies. It just transforms. Um, I was, uh, uh, I was shown my past. I was shown my future. Um, it was such a profound experience. I have pages and pages of notes. Um, and to sit there and try and explain it to everybody, I mean, you you know, you can't. You can't. You know, no. You can't. Yeah. You, you know, each yeah. person's experience is different. Um, mm. So, um, and for me, what it did is it um, – I was given something in, in, in my final ceremony. Um, and, and I didn't know what it was, but I know it was a gift and I'll share with you kind of what that is, um, in, in a little bit. Hmm. Um, but the ayahuasca experience, um, isn't for everybody. Plant medicine isn't for everybody. Uh, we had 20 people that, uh, that started our, um, our retreat one girl uh, from, uh, I think, just the Dominican Republic, very strong, devout Catholic, uh, wanted to come just to see what it was like. And she could not handle giving up control. Yeah. So the ayahuasca medicine is highly visual. It's mm-hmm. very visual. And there's a lot of purging that goes on. And purging can take a different forms. It can be laughing crying, vomiting, urinating, defecating, um, you know, so any, anything in the body could be shaking, anything in the body that releases energy 
it would be considered purging. So she did, she would, uh, she threw up a little bit. She was crying. So she, she did the first ceremony, wasn't happy, tried the second ceremony and then went home. Wasn't for her. Sure. And, and that's fine. It it, it isn't for everybody. Um, but the people it's for, you, you know, it right away. Oh yeah. You know it right away. Wow. And how, was there a day of rest between each ceremony? How did that? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So the, um, there, there's a couple, di- you know, there's some, it depends on who's running the place. Mm. Okay. So there are some, there are some, there's like a high end retreat in, in Costa Rica called Rhythmia. Um, they, they stack four ceremonies back to back to back. So in, in, wow. in six days you've done, you've done four ceremonies. Um, and, uh, Nemechaia, we, the way we did, the way they did it is, um, you know, day one, there's nothing day two, your first ceremony, day three, your second ceremony. So those two are back to back. Um, day four is rest. Uh, day five, um, is your third ceremony. Day six is rest. Day seven, um, is a is an excursion day day eight is your fourth ceremony day nine is rest and day 10 you go home mm-hmm. so it, it gave a lot of time for reflection intentions processing um super important super All important yeah. the the whole the whole part of it the so you know we, you know, there was, uh, the beginning, you know, there's, there's, there's bonding exercises that you do with the, you know, the other, your, uh, uh, the other people at the retreat, there's the next morning, there's integration circles where, you know, mm-hmm. everybody's sharing their experience, um, safe place to talk. We had, um, you know, so it was really, um, and you're, and you're with 20 people that are, um, for the most part, um, focused on, self-discovery, self-improvement, um, you know, uh, making themselves and, and their world better. Yeah. So that, that energy I found with the group of people I was, was so infectious. And, you know, I still, still keep in contact with almost everybody mm. that, that, uh, um, that was at that retreat. Mm. So, so profound. Um, yeah. And so that, that, and that, that just kind of launched me into, into plant medicine. And, and since then, so that was towards the end of 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, uh, I, uh, I've done a couple ceremonies, uh, several more since then, um, um, using mushrooms, um, psilocybin mushrooms, which is, a, is an amazing medicine. Yeah, let's talk about psilocybin a little bit. Psilocybin, it, yeah, and how it's different from ayahuasca and peyote. And, yeah, yeah. So the uh, the medicine itself is 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 very uh, is very similar to DMT um, in that it's it's a pretty visual uh, it's a very visual um, medicine. Um, the the psilocybin activates the third eye, so that's your 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 intuition and you're thinking so that medicine um, is uh is really a very um done right is is a great introduction for most people uh to psychedelics now a lot of people that i've i've met 
over the years have talked about, oh, yeah, I did mushrooms back in high school and it was I laughed a lot or I had a horrible experience or I saw Looney Tunes all night. And and it's just uh, set setting and tension are, are just so important when when we're using this medicine as opposed to partying with it. Yeah, totally different. When you say, I mean, you, you're, if your intention is to party and get high, yeah. it's that you're going to have one experience. And mm-hmm. if it's to know yourself and and to create a better world, then it's the it's going to be different. Yes, it's just yeah, right there. Yeah. It, 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 exactly. Yeah, and it's you know it's a and and it's same thing with alcohol. If you're going out to have a drink with a couple of friends, you're going to have one experience as as opposed to going out and getting shit faced at a frat party. So, um, so again, so the psilocybin, uh, very quickly, um, kind of had a calling and this was part of the gift that, that mother Aya gave me, mm. um, to, to work with mushrooms. And so, um, I just started kind of meeting people and sharing my experience and they're all like, you know what? I'd been thinking about doing mushrooms or ayahuasca or you know peyote and um, you know, gee, can you can you help me? And um, you know, so so I started just sitting with people, and it's like, hey, you know, you know, you know, these things are illegal. We can't, you know, you can't you can't just go to the store and buy them. But you know, if you if you want to go ahead and get some mushrooms or whatever medicine that you're choosing, I'll be happy to sit with you. I will prepare you. Um, so there's kind of a word they use as trip sitter mm. where uh, somebody provides a, 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 you know, a safe, a safe environment for, uh, for the, uh, the recipient to, to, to do their mushrooms. So I started doing that with people Um going to uh, psychedelic integration circles, which I highly recommend anybody that, especially if you're on a solo journey to, you know, Google psychedelic integration. There's in any major city, there's, there's tons of places to go. Um, in, in Southern California, there's, there's TAM integration, there's psychedelia LA, uh, maps, uh, has listing of, of, uh, integration circles, so there's a lot of resources for for anybody journeying themselves. And these are just uh, safe circles of people with similar interests that you can share what your experience was like and or have questions about right. taking mm-hmm. an experience. Yeah, yeah. and, okay. and I've, I've been to a lot of those circles. I've made some really great friends. I've met people that uh, were curious about psychedelics and they wanted to try them and they wanted to, you know, get other people's feedback and experience. I have other people that have had experiences that wanted to share with others. Um, you know, so there's uh, young, old, black, mm-hmm. white. I mean, the, it's, it's the human race that's sitting in these rooms mm-hmm. uh, and it's just, it's beautiful. Um, and it's really, there's, they're, they're really a very valuable tool, uh, especially again, for, for people that don't have a, uh, a psychedelic support system around them. And would you say more men than women or kind of a mixture? It's, it's pretty, it's pretty down pretty the middle. Balanced. Yeah. 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 Pretty balanced. Um, yeah. That's good. Uh, and, and, and I mean, uh, you know, I, I, uh, you know, 
sat with a guy that was a, you know, a 75 year old retired DOJ lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I sat with a, you know, a 21 year old, uh, you know, uh, black man that was trying to get out of the gang lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, uh, um, they're all humans, baby. They're all humans, you know, <laughs> um, yep. a 40 year old Filipino woman. Um, I mean, it just, it's just so beautiful because mm. the just meeting like-minded people that are on a spiritual journey that are trying to work on themselves, that have a calling for this type of medicine and, and, and being able to uh, guide them to affect changes is, is beautiful. Mm. It's just, it's just beautiful. Not, not, not to mention the stuff that we, we are able to accomplish within ourselves. Yeah. You know, when we help others, we learn something about ourselves. Mm. Well uh, said, bro. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so, th- so the, the mushrooms just kind of, uh, kind of evolved, um, to, to where, um, where I, I had an interest in, in, in actually, you know, growing them. So, you know, being illegal in the United States, we have our, our legal growing, um, place in Canada Great. where, where, you know, we can do the whole process starting um, from the, the mycelium, uh, the harvesting of the spores, growing the mycelium, to fruiting the mushrooms and, and that whole cycle. And it's just, uh, it's so beautiful because a mushroom is not a plant. It's, it's a mm-hmm. fungus and mm-hmm. it, it, uh, um, it takes in oxygen, it expels carbon dioxide, it's very human-like. Um, there's a, uh, uh, there's a theory, uh, Terrence McKenna on the stoned ape thinking that, uh, uh, that the apes found the mushrooms at one point, And that was the, uh, the point where, uh, uh, where we got our intelligence yeah. from the mushrooms. So I, mm. I subscribe to that theory. Yeah. I think that's super interesting. I've been thinking about that recently, how, um, somehow consciousness, mm-hmm. like there, there's a, like imagination is such mm-hmm. an important part or imagining the, something different than we're, mm-hmm. what we're, what we are yes. is, mm-hmm. is a really important part of aspect of who will we will become. Mm-hmm. And it feels to me like mushrooms, you know, you just said it. I had never, I never heard that, but something was necessary for, for man, early man mm-hmm. to make that leap from what they were doing mm-hmm. to who they could become. Yes. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's really interesting that it could have been mushrooms. Yeah. 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 Um, and, uh, so, uh, yeah, so we, you know, we, we play with, we, we grow a couple different strains, uh, and the, most of the, 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 the Cubenzi strains, and there's a couple different, you know, different varieties of them. Uh, the one that I, I tend to like the most is the, the Mazda pack, which is, originally kind of from you know kind of north central north mexico and uh you know there's definitely a a history of that mushroom it tends to be a little bit more visual more spiritual Um, the mushrooms there's a couple of a couple different chemicals in in the mushroom similar to like marijuana so everybody you go to a marijuana store and everybody's just looking for i just want the one with the highest thc right that doesn't necessarily give you the best high you know, because there, there's other chemicals, there's other things, other other parts of the plant 
that contribute to the experience. So in marijuana, it'd be the you have the THC content, you have the terpene profile, you have the there's the amount of CBD content. So how about the energy of the grower? As the energy of the grower, the intention yeah. is so important. Yeah, it's so important. Um, yeah. We. Uh, um, our mushrooms are all grown with love and mm. uh, and music and intention and um, we we appreciate every time every time our our spores you know germinate into mycelium which then fruits into a mushroom and we're grateful uh, of this process every time because we know that you know it's just really close to uh, to helping somebody mm-hmm. um and uh, and then so far as is cons- taking the mushrooms, um, yeah. there's there's a couple ways to to do it. Um, you can you can eat them raw. You can you can cook them, pick them, cook them, make an omelet. Uh, not too practical that way unless you're actually growing them yourselves. Mm-hmm. Most common people get them dried and they'll eat them or they'll make a tea with it. Okay. Um, so the heat of the cooking or of the tea doesn't um, break down the the hallucinogenic components at all. No, it it it, it degrades it a little bit, but not not tremendously. Um, okay. So um, we uh, with our mushrooms, we we're we're using two methods. Uh, one is we have we have a freeze dryer so that uh, so that there's no heat. Uh, involved and then we also um, do a, a rack with in an enclosed environment with silica gel to just gently wick the uh, the moisture from the mushroom food dehydrator is a lot quicker and easier and sometimes if we're, we're if we've overproduced we may have to to do that but um, uh, drying them with with the freeze dryer or the the, the silica is really kind of the Silica gel is really kind of nice because it it remain it holds the whole shape of the mushroom, which I which I like. Nice. But so far as taking them, so um, you can uh, you can bake them into chocolates. Um, uh, probably the the two the two methods I use most um, with, when I'm sitting with somebody uh, is we use what's called the lemon tech, where the we grind the mushrooms into a powder and we soak the the powder in lemon juice for about half an hour um, add hot water strain out the solids add a little bit of lemon and it's a really nice enjoyable tea hmm. and what the le- what that's the lemon's done is the lemon has has basically um you know taken all the psilocybin out of the the fiber of the mushroom which kind of is what happens in your stomach so if you just eat the mushrooms, it's going to be 30 to 45 minutes before you start feeling the effects of the medicine. With the tea, you're, you're in most people in 10 or 15 minutes mm. in, in very quickly. It's a very quick rise. And uh, depending on the amount of dosage will be a... So you're not eating the, um, the remnants of the paste. You're just using the paste and then running that like a tea and then just drinking like steeping it basically exactly. in that paste. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I and thought then, you ate the paste, but you don't. No, no. You oh, just okay. remove, remove the paste. And that really helps with nausea. A lot of people um, are nauseous or kind of feel like throwing up after eating the mushrooms. 
um, preparing for any any plant medicine um, involves a, an empty stomach, and uh, you know so you don't want to eat a minimum of six hours before you before you take plant medicines. Some some medicines is longer than that. You want to stay hydrated, um, but yeah. So um, a lot of that mushroom fibrous of some people just get nauseous uh, after eating that. So um, that eliminates the nausea. Um, since we've been using that tech, people have been doing uh, nobody throwing up. Cool. cool. So, um, nice. and then, and then kind of in, in the United States, uh, you know, they're, they're, mushrooms are illegal everywhere. Um, we have a few cities that have decriminalized uh, the possession of them, Denver, Oakland, Chicago, um, Tennessee. There, uh, what the, I don't remember the city in Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz. Yeah, yeah. So, and and what this is is this is a local ordinance where the city council is voted to make um, uh, the plant um, entheogens, uh, which would be um, psilocybin mushrooms, ayahuasca. Um, Iboga um, and some of the other plant medicines, um, a, what they call lowest level priority in LLP with the police department. So if we were if we were sitting in in our house in Denver, Colorado, and we had uh, a big pot of mushroom tea on, and we had some friends, and the police came in for some reason, and they saw the mushrooms on the table, they would just ignore it. You know, they wouldn't they wouldn't pursue say, hey, that's illegal, you can't have it, you're felony you're going to jail you know if i'm if i'm transporting pounds of these in my car uh with the intention to sell they're gonna they're gonna bust me if i'm if i'm a school-age kid peddling them at school i'm gonna go to jail Hmm. so um so there's been a movement i was involved in this movement last year for a lot of 2019 um i was in the front line i put together a a group in in uh, in orange county uh, decriminalized nature, Orange County. We were attending city council meetings. Uh, we were writing letters. We were sending emails. We were gathering signatures. And I found out that, that I have no taste for politics. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the club, bro. Yeah. I mean, um, and, and especially what I learned uh, in kind of studying the models of the people that had passed uh, starting in Oakland and in Denver, the people involved in the movement, number one, were already politically savvy. They had, they had political relationships and they also had land. They had land that the city wanted to use. So they kind of used it as a bargaining chip. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So, you know, so, you know, so, you know, I, I wasn't able to, to, to get the right people excited to, to help me with the movement. So, um, so I kind of put it, put it on the shelf and, you know, I know what to do. And when I find the right person, I have a whole tool set that I've already developed and I just want to give it to them and help them, you know, run it up the, run it up the mountain. Nice. Um, There's another movement uh, on a state, on the state level in California, uh, uh, Decrim California, when they're trying to decriminalize psilocybin mushrooms 
just just the mushrooms, not any of the other plant ethiogens. Mm-hmm. They they were on their way to gathering enough signatures to get it on the November ballot, and then COVID hit, so they couldn't continue their uh, signature gathering. So they came short. They didn't get enough signatures to get it on the ballot. Now they're trying a legal a legal end run, saying, "Well, we had this many. This was our pace. You know, it it you know we would have made." the number of signatures to get it on the ballot, but we were prevented. So there, there may be a way to get it on the November ballot. If not, we'll try again next year. And, and those people, uh, Ryan maneuver is, is, uh, spearheading that project. The dude is a, is a political beast. Uh, he is, he is well organized and, um, I support him in orange County support him financially and with people and resources. So hmm. I think it's really important to to make this medicine available to people. How far away do you think we are? Two years. Two years. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah, big shout out to Tim Ferriss and, you know, the MAPS Institute and mm-hmm. everything that they're doing at John Hopkins and the, and the you know, trial studies, I think, for MDMA. And, yeah. You know, we're seeing some really mm-hmm. exciting things happen in the scientific level and with some big players. And yeah. um, it's, it just feels great. You know, it feels great to know that that's back into society's focus and it's a possibility and a lot of people are going to get healed from it. Right, right. And yeah, and, and what's happening is we're, you know, it, it, it was Richard Nixon and his war on drugs and his his personal distaste for Timothy Leary. Um, and the way he testified in Congress, he needed to shift, you know, um, the focus off the war in Vietnam. And so let's go after the hippies. Yeah. Or, or, or also focus off of him because he was, he was a criminal. I mean, think about it. The, the, the criminal took down, made, you know, criminalized the thing that would have helped society the most. Right. It's kind of crazy. That's why politics is fucking shit show for me yeah agreed but if if we're if we're not part of the solution we're part of the problem right so you know maybe maybe Maybe. yeah yeah Yeah. no i mean i i applaud you bro for for all of that it's just you know you also um i think people get called for different things absolutely and and recognizing what we're called for Mm -hmm. and stepping into that calling is super important but if it's not your calling then it's it's, not your calling yeah it's like that's the way it is so yeah Yeah. exactly yeah yeah, that's uh that's that's all good. I think that uh, yeah. So there's a lot of exciting a lot, a lot of exciting research coming out. Uh, you can every day there's a new article somewhere on the internet about yeah, uh, crazy. you know uh, a, a study using psilocybin. So I mean, I certainly um, you know for people if you f- if you're curious if you're feeling called um, to the medicine, uh, I highly recommend you know everybody to try it. Uh, the the really kind of the only the only dangers would be involved let's just let's say um let's talk about mushrooms uh or would be as if you're on any you know antipsychotic medicine so if you're if you're medicated for bipolar disease or um, depression or schizophrenia or any any mental health disorders 
um, you're definitely not an immediate candidate for uh, any of the the plant medicines doesn't mean you can't be, but you need to work with your psychologist, your psychiatrist. Um, you need to titrate your medication to get down to, um, you know, to, to, to bring it down to very, very low levels um, before you could even be, um, you know, in a safe range to try something like that. Yeah. True that. And, you know, find somebody with some experience, I would say, and, and, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, definitely get this, uh, what do you call it? A trip sitter or somebody yeah. that can be, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. there for you and mm -hmm. make you feel comfortable and do it in a place that is, I, I'm nature is always the best for me, but maybe, you know, it's not necessary. Sometimes if you're in a, in a home with friends mm -hmm. and you feel good, that that's fine too. Right. And, and, they've, you know? and they've picked a really good music set. Exactly. <laughs> or, or they let you even, uh, <laughs> get hand on controls for a minute. Yeah. Your own. yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's really interesting what happens when you get a couple of friends together and, and you start to all their little, the edges come out. Right. Mm -hmm. and yeah. It's great. I mean, I personally, um, I think it's, it, it's, it's a fantastic way to deepen your, uh, your connection with people mm -hmm. and your connection with yourself. Yeah. And, you know, what else is there in life? I mean, besides the connection to surfing, right? but you know, the, the more you are connected to yourself and to the brothers that you're, or your sisters that mm -hmm. you're surfing with, yeah. the better time you're going to have in the water too, for sure. Um, and absolutely, you know, mother, mother earth. I mean, mm -hmm. it's also we're connected to her in a big way. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and the waves are frequency, they're vibration. Mm -hmm. And when you're in tune, you're in tune. True that, bro. Yeah. True that. So cool, man. I, do you have to go? I, I think I, I don't. Call, I, I, right? I'd like I'd like to share a quick quick story. I would like much, yeah, as much as you can. Bro. Yeah, yeah. So um, I just recently got back from a, a, a surf trip in Cabo. And, mm. um, Lucky you. Yes, I I was really blessed and. I was kind of hoping you were going to make it down there, but yeah. I understand you had some things, so um, you were you were uh, you were missed. Um, but I look forward to you and I uh, taking a trip down there uh, sometime real soon. Um, but I had uh, um, uh, let's see, how should I say that? There were mushrooms that were down there. We'll just say that, and um, I went with a friend, and my intention was to. Uh, you know, to, to have him on a journey. He, he's, he's kind of been working on himself a little bit and, mm. um, he expressed some interest. And so I'm like, okay, I'll, we'll, 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 we'll do some mushrooms when we're down there. And, uh, he wasn't ready. He wasn't yeah. ready. He, 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 <laughs> he was ready to drink. He was ready to do ecstasy, um, uh, or MDMA, which is, which is a heart opening medicine. Mm. and uh it's what maps is using i i that medicine works for a lot of people uh i don't like it personally um for for two reasons one's it's all chemical and, mm -hmm. and number two is it has an amphetamine base which uh for me puts me uh puts me back in my my days of abuse of methamphetamine so i just I yeah no go yeah yeah i get no it go for me so sure. um but um but I was, uh, so my buddy, buddy was no go on the mushrooms. He was, he just couldn't, couldn't make the leap. So that was cool. So I'm thinking, well, then why did I bring these mushrooms? And, 
Um, I'm sorry. Why did I get these mushrooms? Uh, so I met uh, Joe. Joe's single. I'm married. Joe was always on the hunt for uh, for the ladies. So uh, we're in the bar. Uh, bar closed early because of COVID. So it's like 10 o'clock. And there's these three ladies sitting there. Uh, they're probably in their late 50s, early 60s, acting like they're 18. Uh, <laughs> so Joe is attracted to them immediately. Uh, <laughs> nice. so he starts talking to him and he calls me over so i sit down and i start talking to one of the ladies and um and she we're kind of making some small talk and so i asked her a question i said so what did you do during covid and um she she quickly rattled off a list of all the things that she wanted to do and then went right down the list of excuses of why she didn't do any of them. And, mm-hmm. you know, and then, you know, all the, all the shoulda, woulda, couldas, and then all the, the future plans of what I'm going to do to do these things. And, you know, one of them was like, you know, go to the gym and work out. And the other one was to eat better. And I'm like, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm going to share with her, uh, my, my friend uh, Jenny and Bill, who introduced me to plant medicine, she shared a story with me about herself. So I decided to share it with this woman. And it's about the why. And I, so I asked her, I said, or I told her, I said, let me tell you a story. I said, my friend, um, very smart, wanted to write a book. And the reason she wanted to write this book is because she wanted to help the world. And for two years, she couldn't get a page put together. She was in the wrong place. The kids were bothering her. The computer didn't work. It wasn't the right computer. It was too early. It was too late. There were a million excuses of why the book didn't get written. Until one day, she thought about it. She said she had all these great things that the world needed to know. But then she thought about it and said, you know what? I don't want to write this for the world. I want to write this for my daughter. Hmm. Once she changed her why, she now you can't stop her from writing. We're 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 going out on dinner. She's on her phone writing. You know, <laughs> you know, you can't stop her. She's at the beach. She's yeah. writing. Okay, you can't stop her from writing. The book such a, such a small pivot too, right? The small pivot, and yeah. so. So this, this woman, she just was like, oh, my God, you know, and, um, you know, and, she, and so I told her about the mushrooms. So I, I gave her a few capsules to microdose so that she could meditate. Um, and the next day, um, <laughs> we, or the next evening, we, we see the, the, the group of ladies and now there's one less. And I'm like, oh, what happened to your friend? And, and kind of the leader of the pack, she goes, I don't know who the fuck you think you are, but, but my friend went home. She said she doesn't want anything to do with this stuff and that she's got things to do. I'm like, <laughs> like yes, my That's work awesome. is done here. <laughs> That's awesome, bro. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so that, that just warmed my heart on a couple of levels. Number one, I was able to help somebody. Number two is just, it just, reconfirmed to me that that i am i am one with the mushroom and mm-hmm. that makes me happy mushroom man <laughs> <laughs> nice bro yeah. nice that was a great story man thanks for sharing yeah you're welcome
Yeah. Cool. So I, I well, know. You, I know you've had some some experiences with ayahuasca and and mushrooms. What are some of uh, your experiences, Derek? Hmm. Yeah. It's uh, had a lot of very deep experiences in in different areas of of the world, and um, yeah, it's it's sometimes little lessons come out. Mm-hmm. I remember one. I, I was in South Africa. Usually they're they're mixed with surf trips. So mm-hmm. right. a surf trip and a journey usually mixed in together. And I did the, um, what was it? The, uh, San Pedro. Okay. Uh, San Pedro cactus, which is similar maybe to the peyote cactus. Yeah. Yeah. Mescaline. Yeah. Yes. Mescaline. Yeah. And everyone told me, well, you're going to take this and, and you're, you're going to get a message or some, some lesson. Right. And I was like, yeah, whatever, you know, that's weird. (laughs) You know how it's like, they said, it's going to talk to you and it's going to tell you something that you need to hear. Right. And Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, well that's weird. Right. And, um, I can remember taking it and at the very end of the journey, something super clear and powerful came out and it was plant more flowers throw less stones Ooh, yes mm. and for anybody who knows me i've thrown <laughs> a lot of stones in my life um no no and- not no boulders motherfucker <laughs> yeah boulders yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was great it was just a uh you know a reconfirmation of of where my life was going mm-hmm. and um, you know, how I was making different shifts within, within myself and, um, creativity has become a super important part of, of who I am and what I'm doing. This podcast right now is, is part of that and my various business adventures and painting and surfboards and surfing. And, you know, I think creativity is, it's part of that planting, right? Is yeah. plant more flowers is, mm-hmm. you, you know, you making the mushrooms that that's, that's, yeah. Um, that's planting something in the world that that offers beauty and value and um, brings something to um, what well, doesn't crush you like a boulder, right. you know. Yeah, <laughs> let's put it that way. Yeah, so, yeah, that's one that comes to mind. I, you know, there've been a lot that um, I would love to share at, a, at another time when we, yeah, maybe go into some more, maybe bring it, break out some journals and we could look at you know some things yeah. that. Yeah. that we've written i'd love to do something like oh, that that would be good yeah a journal a journal a journal uh yeah. journal podcast journal yeah podcast, yeah yeah we could you know break up in a phrase and then kind of look at it together and i would love that yeah. um yeah yeah man so Excellent. that's yeah that's what i have to share for now we're almost we're over an hour in. Um, I'm probably going to break this into two, which will be nice because it'll give people a chance to digest each portion. And I'd love to do more of these. Um, I think we both have a lot more to say on this subject, and it'd be fun to share that with the world. Yeah, yeah, and I feel I, you know I feel like I just kind of scratched the surface. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, so, and, absolutely, you got to start somewhere with the right. why. That's right. Yeah, the why. <laughs> right on, brother. Cool, bro. Well, thanks, hey, man. Thanks for the invite. As always, Absolutely. great, to, great to talk with you, and um, and we'll uh, we'll do this again soon. We'll do it again real soon, man. All right, brother. All right, man. Lovely. Love you lots. Love Later. you too. Bye. Thanks. 
Thanks again for checking out our podcast. Check out wavetribe.com for some excellent EcoSurf gear. And please stay tuned for some great upcoming episodes. Have a great day.